from the desk below. from your no co-sign volume two to where we are now and bro that growth has been incredible yes crazy appreciate it man appreciate it right time um so i was curious too so let's just get back jump right into no co-sign just cocaine i understand that um there's a logo that the original because i understand that you're stuck with that skull forever that cocaine skull like when you see ty ferris they're gonna picture that do you still have that original picture uh, yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, I got it. Uh, to be honest, I just Googled it and found, uh, I Googled, I Googled somebody, I forgot what search I used, but I Googled it and it was, uh, basically like, a, I want to say like a snowman type thing or no, it's actually not a snowman. It's actually somebody who actually had some cocaine on the table that looked like that skull, like okay. on a flat table. I say that'd be dope for a cover. Okay. Now, um, as we jump into the album, too, um, you're continuing on with the skull, too, man, because you got some graphic images for the cover, man. Like, with the needles in the three, I was like, holy, this is going to be hard to post, but I'm rocking it anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the, the needles is the pen, you know what I'm saying? I I thought about all all that up, man, you know what I'm saying? So, shout out to Alex, my man Alex from Portland. He's the one who did uh, the artwork for part two and three, for sure. Um, Have you ever heard the term opiate error rap? Have I heard OBO air? Yeah, like no, 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 like like the like like the genre. It's like a genre. Like you know how like there's trap and then there's coke rap. Have you ever heard like opiate rap? Like the term of that? No, I haven't. I haven't. So like like opiate rap focuses on the heroin ap- heroin epidemic that we face in North America too, and like some of your music really touches on those topics on that. Yeah. So that's why I like to refer to it as like the opiate era rap. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean. I, I mean. Cocaine is just basically, you know, I want to say like a simile, you know, as of as my music, obviously, but, you know, drug affected everything in Detroit, you know what I'm saying? Heroin, meth, cocaine, crack, so it's all around here, but 
Yeah, I get what you said. Okay. Now, as we jump into the intro, what made you want to include that for the intro, that skit? Because that skit was perfect for this album. Uh, man, like uh, most of my projects, man, I do a lot of digging and research, man. I like to I like to make it feel like it's cinematic, man. So uh, that the actual clip came from a guy who was speaking on a PBS channel. Okay. And, uh, that part was of it. And then uh, let me try to think the other part. Uh, maybe uh, the last part was actually Wesley Snipes playing a small role in Miami Vice. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's real digging. I do a lot of digging, man. And there's another part on there I can't remember. But, yeah, I just wanted to set the tone, man. You know, know, the music is, I'm obviously talking about a lot of drugs and stuff, but the reality of the whole music is reflecting on the effects of it. I'm not glorifying. I'm, I'm I'm, I'm, you know, basically showing the effects and what it's done to the community. Well, yeah, too, because it's it's definitely not all diamonds and glitter. Like, this shit is, like, there's a whole other side that's a grimy side to it, too. And that's why your music shows both sides of it, too. Like, yes. as we go into one of one, you got buddies like um, Official Nando with the Smith & Wesson bottles on the road to riches. I was hitting potholes, almost flipped a tire hole. Now I'm switching models, day in my condo, fixing waffles. Can't see better way to fix your goggles. You got like some standout lines. Like I just want to know, like, do you write it bar by bar and then dissect it bar by bar? Nah, man. What I do, man. Every write, every everything I write, man. I turn the beat on and I just let the pen flow. I don't have no lines pre-made or nothing like that. Uh, I just do what the beat tell me. To be honest, man. I don't know. It sounds cliche, but uh, no, I just no. Beat. Yeah, I just follow what the beat tell me, and you know. If a crazy line comes up, it comes up. I don't force it, you know what I'm saying? I don't be like, oh, I gotta have a punchline. I just try to be witty when I write, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it definitely shows. Because, yeah, some of the bars I have written down here, you're gonna be like, yo. So, like, <laughs> um, I say this too, like, um, a producer can really bring the best out of an artist too. Like, Trox does, Trox does that with you on the Room 39 series. Yeah. But another producer that does that with you as we go into the third track is a. Uh, Riding through the jungle. Now I know you like no no uh return no receipt more, but this ride through the jungle, yo, this is my jam right here. Your Bozak brings the best out of you. Yeah, uh man, that's crazy. So uh I don't want to go too far ahead, but that track, man, it's it's just it's really my vintage. It's my style. Like I like aggressive, up tempo uh beats, you know what I'm saying? So uh I, I, I was sitting on that joint for probably eight, eight, nine months and stuff, and it was go be I had it tucked away for a long time. Uh, because uh, me and Bozak was starting to work on our project, but uh, you know we both got busy and uh, we was holding. I'm like, man, I need to at least throw one of these on there, and he gave me the okay. So yeah, man, that 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 joint was supposed. To, I wanted that that joint was going to be first to start it off with before one of one, but I said I wanted to find a beat that felt like an intro. That felt like an intro on top of it. It's like a certain sound. It feels like early '80s, late '70s. Black, black, black exploitation, drug music. So that's what the one on one, uh, the one of one joint was. But you know, right through the jungle was that's that's signature me, man, music wise. How do you sit on something for eight nine months when you're saying shit like a crack house is the closest I get to being rock nation? If you fly payments, I put your face in the walk. Blazing cocks, they racist, razors tasteless. Uh, trying to tame us. My first thought was metal fingers. Like, how the fuck do you sit on something like that for nine months? Like, is it because you know, like, it's strategic or it's like, I know time will be right. 
Uh, no, nah, man, it's just, you know, I, I record like crazy, man, and uh, I knew it was a good record. I knew it was a good record. From the, I recorded that joint and the next joint uh, within the same two days. Uh, okay. I knew it was a good record. I just wanted to make sure I, I, I put it in the right position because it was, it was a point where I wasn't going to use it. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to, I knew it was a good record. Both of them was good records. Uh, but, you know, it was all, it's always about timing with records, and, and if they fit, like I got records that's dope. That won't fit on that didn't make yeah. this project, but it just didn't sound right sonically. So I'm all big on that, man. And oh. the bars, the bars, is, the bars come with it, man. The bars come with it. <laughs> you, when you listen to Ty Fez, you best be expecting bars. It's bars over BS. Damn right, damn right. Now, man, like I love to hear that you have an EP coming up, Bowie. Like that shit's gonna fucking be crazy because yeah. you guys got some amazing. I love, I, I like how you do that too with certain producers. Like you yeah. do a lot of work with Stu Bainers, Trucks, and Bozak. Yeah, 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 man. You know, I, I got a certain sound and a certain feel that I want my music to, to, to get to the fans. And, you know, they tap into that each time. You know what I'm saying? It's a few others that I'm working with now, like, you know, the standouts. A uh, few others that's on the project we'll talk about. But it's a certain sound and feel that I feel like should be the backdrop to the No Cosine Just Cocaine. And, you know, Stu Bangers was a, one of the first ones from part one. So, you know, him and Trucks. Bozak was on part one too, so you know it's it's, it's just me going to my go-to guys. Now, would you like to say like this is like the Thai Ferris sound? So when every time you release a project, like the fans can always expect that this certain type of sound. No, well, I, I would say it's the certain type of it's, it's the sound for this series. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because, uh, if you listen to Room Thirty Nine Two, it don't sound it's way like different. It. Yeah. So and that's and that's on purpose. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, Room Thirty Nine Two is more. Uh, song oriented structured a little bit better where this is a little more scattered where i'm just do about 40 bars and then put a, a skit at the end of it but you know i just know how to tap into that audience and then that audience sound wise so okay. i'm very happy to that yeah man because i i dissected the room 39 uh, i was gonna talk to you about that but i was like man like this i went back and heard no cosine three because the shout out to marshall but I was bumping No Cosign Volume 2 right after that Shady album. But I was like, yeah. man, yo, these guys have to, like, really pay attention to what's going on in Detroit. Because when I got to that third beat, I was like, holy fuck. All right, let's, yeah. let's, let's we roll up, rewind, and let's really dissect this, too. So yeah. when I got to the fourth track, I was like, fuck, I need more of this. So um, you like this record a little bit more than Riding Through the Jungle, you said? Yeah, I like it a lot. I mean, it's... It's, it's, it's just a different approach with the mental on it, man. That first verse is, like, very important to me, you know what I'm saying? That that Everything in that is authentic, you know what I'm saying? From me saying I stink to all of that, that's everything is authentic. You know, I, that, that verse in my head took place when I was either 19 or 20. So, you know, it, it, it just, man, when I wrote it, I'm like, yeah, this is it, you know what I'm saying? One of my favorite verses of my career. Well, even, like, when you, like, listen to that, you can picture it because you got bars, like, spend... Uh, Spending license, bumping old 50, this road risky, my soul guilty, if showing no pity. That bar right there, I was like, shit. Sorry if I keep looking at my phone, I can't remember no, that shit. Good, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, you good, but yeah, man, it was it was just like a snapshot at the time frame in my life, man, where, you know, that's what I was thinking, that was, that's what I was on, you know what I'm saying? So, it, like I say, it was like 1920 when I was bumping old 50, I ain't talking about give it to that China. We're talking about like that guy, power of the dollar. Uh, yeah, power. No, it was actually, to be honest, it was uh, 
what's the first one? Uh, Fifty Cent is the future. That's when I. Oh, okay. That's that's when I thought about the Fifty joint. That was that's that mixtape with the Lloyd Banks freestyle on it and all that shit. Man, <laughs> yo, that that was a that mixtape game can never be replicated. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but that joint is my favorite joint, man. And uh, you know, uh, when when Bozak sent it to me, I I was actually on the fence about the second verse because the beat changed. I was gonna like, say. Oh, yeah, he's like, nah, man, leave it like that, man. Do it like that. And, you know, whenever a producer tell me to do something to their beat, man, I try to I go with it, you know what I'm saying, especially a producer of, of, of Bozak's stature. So uh, I did it, and then I was like, yo, I'm going to change the flow on it a little bit. So it, it worked out perfect, man. It worked out perfect. Has there ever been a time where you didn't listen to a producer and then you went back? It's like, maybe I should have listened to him. You know what? For, for the most part, man, uh, I haven't. I haven't worked with a producer that gave me marching marching instructions. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they send me the beat, and they, most of the time they trust what I'm going to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like the way me and Trox work, Trox don't tell me what to do with the beat or anything like that. I just do what I do. and uh, Yeah, but on that one, I, I, I was going to switch it, but, you know, out of common courtesy to the producer, I'm like, man, let me see what he think. He's like, man, you should do it like that, man. They give it a different feel, and I, that's what I did, so. Yeah, yo, cause even your verse on Hand to God, that's like my favorite verse by you. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that verse is crazy. That's that's what led up to this, to be honest. So okay, yeah, that 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 verse that I did for Jay Sinai, uh, I hit Bozak up like, yo, bro, I need some beats, bro, and uh, <laughs> and he sent me five of them, and two of them beats, the, these two beats was in that batch of five, and then like, man, he's like, man, we gotta do a project. I'm like, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? I recorded them and sent them so back so fast. I'm like, yo. We could do this for another two weeks and have about 10, 15 songs. But he was finishing, at the time, he was finishing uh, El Camino joint up. So, you know, I, I respect that, too, because he was buckled in all his attention on making sure that El Camino joint uh, did good and sound good and it does. So, yeah, but we, 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 we liked it in this year for sure. Okay. And it also shows, too, like when it comes to around your time, though, like that focus is going to be on that project. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I'm very big on that, man. That's why I don't like to spread myself thin when it comes to music like i need to buckle down on this project right here and that's all i can fi- until i finish this one i can't go to the next one because my mindset sound wise the way i approach it dig in for clips and shit like that i, I gotta have a hundred percent attention on it you know what i'm saying yeah well you can even tell too like an example too because i know you're very big on sports too like even your collaboration of water like the bulls versus pistons right there you were locked in on that What'd you say? Like, even with your collaboration with uh, Water, because I know you're a big sports fan, there's a lot of yeah, sports that, references within that, so you can tell you guys took your time with that project. Yeah, man, we recorded that. It took us, I want to say, we were sending joints to each other for, like, I want to say maybe a year and a half. Whoa, 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 you guys didn't record that in person? No, no, no. That, we sent them joints. He sent all them verses to me, and uh, I mixed and uh, arranged the whole project. Damn, you would have thought y'all would have been in the same room the way that shit came out. Yeah, we but we talk a lot, man. So the chemistry is there. Uh, you know, that's my guy, man. And uh, you know, we recorded, and we could have been out. It was on me to be honest, and that's because I'm so tough on records, man. We we had like 20 of them, like it, literally. So that's why we had so many bonuses going on the, on the physicals. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to, to be right, man. I didn't want to just put out something, and and I still wasn't happy when we put it out. But when I seen the fans embracing it, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, it's a different. Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm very critical on the music, man, and uh, it did it did pretty good. I actually hold on, I just showed it to you. I was gonna I was gonna bring that up. I was like, I see it on the wall. I just hung up the damn 
spinal right there. So you that's that beautiful. Yeah. So uh, yeah, shout out to Water Man. We about to try to get back in and do part two. Now, I didn't want to ask you this, like, over the gram or Facebook, but have you guys ever played with the term of that being a duo called Bulls versus Pistons? No, we haven't. Uh, no, I don't, no. I, I think it's, you know, I think it's just like a good little, what's the word I want to say? It's just like a good, it's like a, it's a chapter, man, in both our okay. careers. We just came together, you know what I'm saying? Water, we both solo artists, so we it ain't like we forming a group. It's just like, yo, we... We go do this, and we go name it Bulls versus Pistons. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so it, it's literally the collaboration. It's not like the new duo. It's the two rappers yeah, coming yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Now, as we get into, man, because like this was recorded before COVID's passed, and you have a song called Black Mamba Venom. Yeah. Man, and like, like you're definitely not talking about Kobe on this record, but when you say shit like, I might as well build a clientele from these violent tales of rhyme and fells, and when... We find scales, pass through with the tongue, and if I wink twice, they supply the shells with blood force to bear the supply the elves. Yo, not a lot of people would get that wink twice in the shells because they think like the past then. And if you really like in tune with the culture, like, oh shit, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I love doing lines like that, man. It's, it's just very witty, man. And, you know, even with blunt force, you take the L, you know what I'm saying? I love doing doing lines like that. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, it's crazy. The mentality of that verse was about Kobe. Uh, just because if you listen to it, it's basically a freestyle. You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to kill it. You know what I'm saying? Bar wide. So uh, that joint is the oldest joint on the whole project as well, too. I had recorded that in 2018, September. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was the one that, that was in the, that was in the, that was in the chamber, man. Uh, so it's even crazier. I shot a video for it three days before Kobe got killed, and we was going to use, we was dicing in all these Kobe clips in it. And then that shit happened. Then that happened, man. I'm like, man, we can't use that. You know what I'm saying? See, I like how you, you said we can't do that, too, because you're not trying to look like you're trying to capitalize off his death and shit like that. Like you, had this way, you had this way before this even happened, though. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Wow. Not a lot of people like that, though, but that's what Detroit is. They breed real ones. Now, um, as we come into uh, Money Out the Ziploc, walk, man, you probably got one of the best Eddie Kane verses I've heard ever. <laughs> I, <laughs> thanks, man. Eddie crazy with it. That's my homie, man. I love Eddie. Uh, as soon as I heard the beat, man, he was the first person I thought about. So before oh. I even wrote my verse, I sent it. I sent it. I'm like, yo, this is it right here. Jump oh, on this with you know oh so saying? you sent your verse with it, too? Huh? You sent your no. verse with it? No, no, I just sent him the beat. Oh, okay, okay. I, the beat. I wanted him to set the tone, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, Eddie on the come up, and that's why I made sure, I made sure that was the first feature on my project, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to share some light, get people up on Eddie, because Eddie crazy with it. Yes, uh, he sir. got an aura, he got an aura to his music that I like a lot, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, that's what that whole mindset was, too. I can see why you and him too will have great chemistry, chemistry, because like even like his two K nineteen project. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, definitely. It's, it's the same thing. So the way I sent him the beat, he sent me the beat, and I sent it back. So we basically basically did the same thing. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He just the way he say things, man. And, yeah, you know, <laughs> I just like the way he say things. You know what I'm saying? This, the authenticity is there. Obviously, I met him in person, so yeah, that's my guy. Shout out Eddie, man. 
Man, you you guys like that Walker Collective, yo. That that that's something different right there. Yeah, yeah, that's is is we we actually coming together with some music finally, man. We got a few things, you know, shaking and moving. Can't discuss too much, but yeah, we got some joints. Okay. Now everyone that I interviewed, they always hinted towards it. Too. I was like, man, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, but yeah, uh, no, we working. But uh, since we're on this topic, before we get into the other track, though, man, I swear y'all need like your own your own show because you guys on social media are fucking hilarious. We talking about me and Bud, right? No, like they walk as a general. Ram, Eddie, Wavy, all y'all need a show. Yeah, man, it's uh, you know, it's it's rare that you can meet people and you and you know, it's it's, it's it, as soon as we met each other, you know, I flew out there. Uh, I met them. This, I mean, I, I knew them, but I met them in person. Yeah. The same day I went out there and fuck with special. Uh, so we was all at the studio. We just vibing and shit, and you know, man, it's. You know, the the music is cool, man. We all make music, but you know, the way we bond as as homies and shit, that's that makes the music better. So we hit the studio. We me, Rome, Bub, Eddie, Wavy, uh, Planet Asia, we all went to the studio, man, and you know, it's just bonding, man, you know. And uh, you know, so we joke and kid like that, man. It's you know, it's just what we do, man. It's it's them the homies. Now was this at the, that brunch where they all thought you were doctors? <laughs> Yeah, man, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, because when I seen that, though, I thought it was like something else. Going on. I was like, yo, what? And then I seen somebody comment like, yo, they thought we were doctors. I think Spech put it on something like that. Yeah, so, yeah he had his dress all white like he was getting Christian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was like the first time you actually met all them out there. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm trying to make sure that's, a, that's right. Yeah, for sure. That's what. That's right. But you know, I've been knowing. I'm, I've been knowing Bub the longest out of everybody. Okay. I knew Bub probably a year or two before I met everybody else, and then uh, you know, we all jilled up and we did the Walkers thing for sure. Man, he should just be in Detroit right now because the way he's rocking out there, foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bub is out here. I mean, Bub been out here for for a minute now. You know what I'm saying? So. So even like Killing Fields too, like um, yeah. I noticed like you're one of those very few underground artists that put hooks in their raps. Yeah, I'm I'm very meticulous with it, and I and I, I feel like it's a lost art, and you know I ain't gonna throw no salt on, but I feel like a lot of these guys can't do it, so they don't do it, so they do stuff like, you know, put sound clips, and it's cool, man. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. But for me, man, it's like, man, I'm a songwriter, man. You can go back ten. 12 years and I'm always done songwriting. Uh, I, I ghost wrote for people. I used to even write hooks for Roscoe Dash, believe it or not. Uh, tried to, you know what I'm saying? I was writing, I was writing for Atlantic Records. Uh, I was, you know, writing verses, hooks, just trying to land placements, trying to get some bread, man. So I'm big on, and I was taught it, I was taught music that way. You, you know, a, a song is a complete song. You need a, a substance, you need a hook, you know what I'm saying? So, it's structure. Yeah, the structure is very important to me, man. You know, and uh, I've wavered away a little bit from it, like on the cosine joints. But if you go, you check out the Room 39. Oh, yeah. Of, most of them songs got hooks on them. So, yeah, you know, it's 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 very important to me because I want songs last longer. Than yeah. Freestyles. So you can go back to a song like with me and Special and, uh, MOP, you know, that song, that song will be able to play for years. Came you know a long way, that shit's fire. Yeah, yeah. It's, it'll play for years, so, you know, 
it's 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 easier to play songs than somebody just playing a runoff rap. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm big on the hooks, bro. Okay. Now that killing feels that like I like how you brought up that track uh, off Room Thirty Nine Part Two. That track sh- sounded like it should have been on it, but Trox didn't produce that though. Which one? Killing Fields. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, yeah. Killing Fields is uh Seb Bash, man. Uh, me and Seb, me and that song is one of the older joints too. Me and Seb been working on the EP about two years, man. And uh, I got probably like nine, ten joints done like that. So uh, you know, uh, Seb is a uh, Seb is a, he like an evil genius, man. You know, ain't too many people that Alchemist get a co-sign to producer wise. You know, he put out a project under Alchemist label. So, uh, you know, we're just doing records, man. And whenever it's right, it'll come out. But, uh, yeah, that was one we was willing to part ways with. He's like, man, we got to make sure whatever our first impression was on the public as a song, it had to be crazy. So it was between that one and another joint called Mental Tats that will probably be on a new project. Uh, so, yeah, Killing Fields was crazy, man. I love that joint. Alright, well I'll let you know when I hear that second one, but right now it's killing fields. That's your yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> now uh we come into the track that I I it's documented I even told the guy this on his interview. Yo, you finally got the fucking Edo track, my G. Yeah, yeah. The Sunday yeah. at Dirty Digs, but you also got Dirty Digs producing on this as well. Yeah, man, that was that was the last track recorded for the project. Uh I was just out in California, man. Edo was out there out there together uh he was doing a show with uh, mayhem loren and uh i hit dirty digs up the next day and you know we just went over to dirty digs house and knocked out like two or three joints you know saying uh you know it was just a chill vibe man you know shout out to ito that's the homie oh so you guys actually the song title it was actually sunday at dirty digs yeah yeah it was sunday at dirty digs yeah <laughs> so that's why I, I couldn't think of nothing else to do you know what i'm saying we just went in there and rapped and shit so uh yeah man it, that's the that's exactly how i came up with it Diggs played like three four beats and uh the last beat he played we started right writing and you know we got it in i was gonna say one of the lines we were in the car and i was playing that and i had to stop when i heard this i was like made man to play the wall of snakes dance strategize their operation run smooth like a fan right yo i like stopped i was like yo that's real shit he's talking yeah man yeah man you know and, and that's what I, that's what's dope about most of the time I record by myself right here uh, but what's dope about you know recording in person with somebody man so it's like a competitive thing you get the energy yeah you know, Edo Pen is sharp man so I had to make sure I was ready you know what I'm saying and it was, you know it came out pretty dope man and it was to be honest with you straight up and down I wouldn't even go put the track on the project because I felt like we could have did something stronger with a hook and that's just me back to my structure mentality. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he ended up being busy, getting busy with some stuff. We just kept missing each other. But I had a whole nother joint ready for him, you know what I'm saying, with a hook on it. Okay. Um, sure, I'm sure that will come out this year. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, but for the, for, the, for the authenticity of the hip-hop moment, I had to put it on there. Like, man, how rare is it going to get me, me and Ito, at Dirty Get, Dirty Dig, for <laughs> yeah gotta put it out i'd be doing a disservice you know what i'm saying well it also fit in with the project too like new crack yeah. era no co-sign like, I love yeah yeah yeah, shit. yeah definitely yeah I, I had all that in my mind <laughs> <laughs> now um like what the, the first time you ever collaborated with ito was uh was that actually on a dj logic track yeah 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 uh 
that's the homie from up, up this way. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, what's crazy is he just sent, I didn't hear Edo verse. He ain't hear mine. I, oh, you know, shit, okay. As soon as he said Edo is on there, I'm like, yo, bro, I got to come with it. That's one of my favorite joints that I did last year. That one in the J Side 9 for his feature joints. Uh, yeah, that joint turned out crazy with me and Edo. Uh, I actually got to go buy that. Let me write that down. I got to go and support <laughs> I, I thought the new that came out last year. I thought that was this year that came out. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that came, well, the vinyl came out this year. Okay, yeah, song. maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah, the song, the song came out last year. Okay. Yeah. Now, as we get into like the third track, now, like, okay, this shit was like, cause I, I was, I'm big on Flea, but when I seen like Flea and Ty, I was like, okay, whoa, 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 first he had Ty and Ito, but this guy got Ty and Flea now. I was like, oh yeah. fuck. Yeah, flee the homie, man. Uh, you know he, he worked fast, man. Oh uh, yeah. I, I I chopped it up with him a little bit when I was out there in uh in New York. Uh, and uh, I forgot what happened. So we was just talking one day. He's like, "Yo, man, I'm I'm in the studio." He was basically telling all of us, "Like, yo, I'm in the studio working, man." You know, and uh, I was like, "Yo, bro, I think I got a joint for you." I sent it to him. He probably sent that joint back within the same day, if I could remember correctly. And uh. As soon as I heard the beat, before, so I, I had the joint. I was sitting on the joint. I got two more joints with Michael Angelo. I was sitting on the joint, not knowing where to place it. You know what I'm saying? So my verses was on there, but I was like, it, 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 something, it needed something else. And then I, I got laid up on Flea. You know what I'm saying? I was laid on Flea. So I, wasn't, I wasn't hip to Flea until probably maybe uh, two months before I met him. Okay. And once I met him at the brunch, it was cool and shit. Then we started chopping it up on the on the on the uh, on the message, and uh, once I did my research on him music wise and you know his energy, I'm like he fit perfect on this, and he did a hell of a job, bro. Yeah. He did a good job. Now, now, okay, so I love how you explained that too, because that will explain why his verse kind of comes late at the end of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it was just a feel, man. You know, I could have put his verse in the middle of mine, but I just wanted to. I feel like. He, he ended it strong, and then, you know, even with the gunshot, at the end, it sounded like the end of a song, you know what I'm saying? So I was conscious of that. And, uh, you know, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, maybe not. I was going to say some of them, maybe the verses is, tw- my verses is 12. They, well, no, they both 16s. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to make sure it fit right, man. And I know people was waiting to hear from the verse, so I made them wait an extra 50 seconds. <laughs> Hey, I was definitely waiting. I was like, okay, yo, where yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yep, that's what it was, though. Now, like, even some of the line, bouncing thoughts off my basement, hoping for better days, grandma praying I was breaking into the reverend's range since 11th Thanks. grade. In the back of my uncle's Escalade, visions of stretching can't. I'm a diamond tester. Check your chain. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, man, that's funny, man. I get too much into it, but. Oh, yeah, please go, yeah, yeah. Hey, no, 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 I can say it now. That shit a long time ago. Me and my homies did. We didn't know it was the Reverend Car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I just leave it at that. We didn't know. Hey, but when you're young, that's all happens. Hey, yo, hold on, homie. Yo, somebody calling me. Oh, yeah, no worries. I can edit this. No worries, my guy. Okay, no, no, no. We can keep talking. I'm not going to answer. I just can't see you right now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, my bad. Okay, so uh, as we come into, uh, this is track nine, I pray. Mm-hmm. Now, was this left off Room 39-2? Nope. I recorded that. I probably recorded that. Let's say I recorded at the top of the year last year. Uh, oh, wow. 2019. 
No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Wrong, 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 wrong. Okay. So Room 39-2 came out in August. I recorded that after Room 39-2. I'm sorry. I'm thinking okay. of something. Wow. Uh, I recorded that probably uh, maybe two weeks later after Room 39-2 came out. Uh, tracks in a batch. And I'm like, man, I got to have you on a project at least once. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what's, what's crazy about that joint is uh, basically he used the same drum pattern from the beat on part two. So, you know, uh, the song called Where's the Growth on Part 2, No Cosine, it's the same drum pattern. So I thought, I was like, yo, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? That's a good segue. So uh, I'm going to check that out in the car after and compare the yeah, two drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Where's the Growth drums? And I pray it's the same drum pattern. Uh, and I didn't even know that until he told me. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, <laughs> it's like, man, he's like, man, you picked the same drum pattern. I'm like, maybe it's a reason I, I went to the same drum pattern and let me do what I want to do. But, uh, yeah, that joint crazy. I like that joint a lot, too, man, because the structure of it. Yeah. Right. So it's basically, let's say 30, let's say about 40, 48 bars, whatever the case may be. But then I end it with a hook. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like doing that. That's something that I I do a lot of. I, I It's just like a, a good medium where I can I can give the people what they want. Like with this wave, they want to just hear bars. But then I can still bring some structure to it and, and have a, a, a general summary of the thought process of the song saying I pray so you know I'm real big on that type of stuff too so I do a lot of joints like that where I, I, I go for about 40 bars and then I add a hook on it okay mm-hmm. and see like that's not the way an average song would be it would be a 16 right. yeah exactly so you know it's 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 that's the thing man it's it's no correct way of doing something good you know what I'm saying it's like however you make the song dope <laughs> you make it dope man you know like everybody don't need to do hooks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could listen. I could listen to Rock Marciano. I don't know, <laughs> Rock Marciano rap for fucking seventy bars and be happy. So you know, it's just, work. just it's just something that I, I do. You know what I'm saying? I like I like harmonizing a little bit. You know what I'm saying? See, I like I like how you include trucks and like every one of your projects because yeah. like that room thirty nine, like like that is like I would like to say like that is your reasonable doubt. Like not to compare you like to another rapper, but like. For your crown and achievement for something like you can look back on it's like that's yeah. it right there. Yeah, that's a good point, man. Yeah, uh, you know, Trox is uh, very, very big in my career, man, because for a while I was just trying to find a sound, and it's hard to find a sound that fits your style, that fit my style, and then you even take into consideration that I'm in Detroit. Uh, my sound don't even sound like people from Detroit, to be yeah. honest. It don't sound like, like some of my peers, like it don't. It don't sound like uh, the middle finger music guys. Yeah. It don't sound like guilty. You know what I'm saying? It's just I, I, Trox was my once I once I heard Trox, I say this is it. As soon as I heard it, uh, so you know I met him in like 2012, and we've been working ever since. So that's like my baby brother, man. For and sure. Y'all need to go back and re-listen to that interview where Ty talked about Ty uh, Trox got way to death defense early on. Yeah, um, for sure. But man, like even like to, to see a kid from Portland to like help you mold your sound like that too, like that is inspirational itself. Yeah, man. It, it, you know, I, I I I didn't even know it was gonna become to that. You know what I'm saying? I just I heard his beats and I say, man, this is what I've been missing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it all it all started from a tweet. You know what I'm saying? I tweeted my homie nonsense. I say, man, you know some producers that make beats that you know fit like what you're doing, and he typed in. Two producers, okay, Van Slice and Trucks. Oh, 
Yep, so you go back to that. That was probably 2012, 11, something like that. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, I, I linked up with both of them instantly off of that tweet. You know what I'm saying? And Truck sent me a batch of beats, and uh, I knocked out like five joints in that week from Trucks. You know? Power of the internet, man. Yeah, say again. Power of the internet. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, like, you even have, like, lines, like, hard to work, ha- hard to see the light when you're making money in the dark setting. They're filling darts with dope rags, spar with a ghost trying to snatch my heart, and I hope I make it out. I've been breaking out because stress to cry your beanies. I might have fucked up some of the words, but. No, yeah, 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 you, you, you got it for the most part, uh. Uh, but that's real shit if you really live something like that like and you trying to yeah. find a way out and you're like literally in this dark ass setting when yeah. you, that's the only thing you know yeah you know uh you know obviously i mean if it, it, it's the it, the words say what they say you know yeah. what i'm saying and then it's like the, the b and e stuff man that shit you know you know when you're doing dumb shit man and you're stressing and you're running you know i'm not saying running i'm saying when you're running mentally yeah uh, it's gonna take a toll on you and your body. It took a toll on you, man, and uh, it took a toll on me at one point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it, but like, hey, like within time, I don't like to say as you get older, as you get wiser, you start to right. value like it's like okay, I was doing some dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, man. Trust me, man. I'm happy to be here. Uh, a lot of my homies ain't here. Uh, my two best friends end up going to jail. You know what I'm saying? When I was younger, uh, they they did five years came home, you know, they, they good now, but, you know, on the path that we was on at that time, is around the time that we made a mistake and broke into Reverend's range. But on the path we was on, man, it was going to either be jail or dead, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh, we got into a little situation where uh, they didn't do what they did. We got into it and they got to, went to jail, put it like that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and uh, I was blessed not to be in the car that day. And, uh, you know, that changed the trajectory of my life that night. Oh, yeah. yeah changed the trajectory. Like, so it's like I wake up every day and hang out with my homies, you know what I'm saying, two of my homies. And then, boom, just like that, they gone. Yeah. And that's like, whoa. I'm, I'm just out here. You know, I'm just out here. Uh, so that's when I really started rapping. You know okay. what I'm saying? Now, I like how you said that you didn't want to get into it. We ain't Vlad up here. We don't fuck with none of We don't fuck none of that. I can talk about all that. And, and most of the time, I do talk about it in the music. Uh, I, like to, I like to sprinkle little bits of, of, of truths in the music where, you know, if you listen hard enough, you can put it together. You know what I'm saying? Or if you actually did something like that, you can relate to it. Yeah. yeah like, um, I got to pull this back up to see what part I, that, that strategize. In the wall, like, see, when I go to club, I don't drink. Like, I need to know my surroundings and shit. I'll yeah. play the wall. Yeah, uh, but you know, to be honest, bro, that's just me being uh, just cautious, man. Uh, man, the Detroit man, it be getting crazy in the clubs. I don't even hit them clubs no more like that, man. I, I go to strip okay. clubs, but uh, I'm just <laughs> uh, most of the time when I'm writing these raps, man, I'm reflecting on back in the day, man. And, yeah. And you know, you you get into so much beef in the hood and, and you problems where. I got into so much beef at one point with people where we was beating people up and I wouldn't even remember how that person would look. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Because everything be a blur sometimes, like yeah. nice, drinking. So you, you get into it with somebody and then 
let's give an example. I'm walking in the mall with my daughter one time. Like, why is this guy looking at me crazy? Yeah. Maybe because you and your boys jumped him and beat him up. You know what I'm saying? So that's the mindset. Like, yo, I'm in the club. You never know who remember what you did to them or seen. You know what I'm saying? So that's the mindset of me. You know what I'm saying? I'm always safe first. Yeah. Well, and that's and like true too. Like when you come from that environment, though, you can't just like throw that shit away. Yeah, no, no, that should stick with you, man. It, it's it's just it's a, it's a survival tactic, man. Uh, you mm, know what I'm saying? I like that. You know, uh, you're back on the wall. You you scanning the parameter, and then you know, once you figure if you feel everything's smooth, then you move. But you know, I'm yeah. coming in. I'm coming in, peeping the situation, and I'm uh, you know, what's I'm saying? I was gonna say, oh, I'm look, I'm I'm weighing everybody out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to feel your energy trying to see where your mind at and all that stuff. I tell by handshakes and everything. Well, I'm pretty sure there's been times where you've, like, analyzed the situation. It's like, all right, this ain't for me. Yeah, most yeah, 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 hell yeah, man. I tr- I've tried with, with maturity. I try to analyze the situation before I even put myself to the situation. Like, mm. I might don't need to go over there tonight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you know, it's a possibility something can happen. And it ain't about being scared. It's just about being smarter now. It's like, yeah. I don't even need to put myself in that situation. I'm a, like a lot of times when I go out, I just I just go out just to get air, man, from the studio. And uh, you know, man, I, I'm a people person, man. I, the people see me all through Detroit. I'm probably out here more than any rapper. Okay. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying I'm not saying I'm not taking nothing away from none of other people or nothing like yeah. that. But you know, for us, what I do, the lane that I do, lyrical street music, I'm out here every day. I'm you in the touch street. the town. Yeah, yeah, the people see me, you know what I'm saying? I, I buy people drinks. I'm, I'm everywhere, everywhere. And, then, you know, any any uh, rapper from Detroit, they'll tell you, they know about me. But it's like, you know, I, I need that energy, though. I need to go and interact with people because I go out with people and I feed off of them, and that helps me write, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, and, and, and if any, everybody that I interviewed from Detroit when I bring you up is not from a positive thing that they say about you, like, that good dude right yeah, 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 man. Like, even with people I beef with in the city, man, if I beef with people, man, it was honorable, you know what I'm saying? It was respectful. Uh, I beef with rappers, you know what I'm saying? And and they just had the respect on the reason why I was beefing with them because I'm riding for my team, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing personal. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a loyalist, man. I'm loyal to the soil. So, you know, all you can do is commend me for being loyal and willing to ride for my team, you know what I'm saying? And, well, and plus, like, there's not a lot of people that actually have loyalty nowadays because, like, loyalty is a rare thing for nowadays. Yeah, it's, it's very rare, man. Uh, you know, my, my circle of people is very small when it comes to anything that's, you know, my man probably got two or three people I consider close homies, you know what I'm saying? Close well, homies, straight. Well, like, I like how we brought the top topic of loyalty because it, as we come into your next song, The War featuring Map, you even have lines like, this disloyalty have you scrambling lawyer fees, avoiding authorities, hoes acting disorderly, morally hitting principles off balance, once raw talent, now make dollars off them dark actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Shout out to Math, man. So so that was a joint I sent to Math as soon as I hit, heard the beat. And Math, I heard Math verse first. So me, okay. And I heard, I heard his verse. I say, whoo! Math, one of my Math is one of my favorite writers at this point. Okay. Like, top, he's like top five writers to me. Oh you shit! Know, okay. So right now to me, him and Kai, like the way, the way they put stuff together. You know what I'm saying? The way they put stuff together, you 
could feel it. You could tell they lived it. You could yeah. hear, hear the authenticity in it, man. And, and uh, you can tell a lot of rappers. You you can tell. Just as is me. Yeah. I can listen to your rap, <laughs> and I can listen to your rap, and to some degree, I can tell if you've seen or lived what you're saying. Because if you've seen and lived it, it's gonna be very vivid when you talk about it. You should be able to paint it very vivid. All I do is got a flashback, just like I said. All I do is flashback. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's comes. And it's comes. It's like I got it right there, boom. So yeah, uh, shout out to Mav, man. He he set the tone on that. Uh, you know, and I just had to follow. I follow his lead on that joint. You know what I'm saying? Now I see, like like how you said you were late to Flaylord. I was late to the cloth. Like I found them when um they dropped that uh, when Reds and Roots dropped that joint album with Big Ghost and then that's when I started to really dissect the clock and that's how I found Mav. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, Mav, Mav, Mav is a, uh, you know, you know, I knew Riggs from the jump. He was on part two. But uh when I heard Ma- when I heard Mav, I was like, yo, he just he different. You know what I'm saying? He different. It's a, it's a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? You could tell, from my opinion, you can tell his influence on Riggs. Yeah. Being a you know an older figure, you were life. talking about that earlier. I was just saying, yo, that's crazy. It's like you would ever. You can tell, you can, you can, you can tell that. That's why Riggs is so sharp because of Mav is sharp. So uh, yeah, man. Yeah. That that joint turned out pretty dope. That's my that was like my one of my in house producers, man. My man Jay Bansky. Uh, okay. Yeah, he from Australia, man. You know what I'm saying? Damn, you got in house producers from Australia. Yeah, man. <laughs> The crazy thing is, I, I I've been sitting on that beat for a long time, and uh, I just was trying to figure out what's the best way to approach it. You know what I'm saying? Man, and if somebody uh, had access to your hard drive, I can only imagine what they'd be hearing. Oh uh, man, my hard drive filled with classics. <laughs> now, like, see, like this is what I like to hear about artists who have a lot of unreleased songs. Have you ever came into a problem where the hard drive crashed and you always had backups just in case? Man. Man, I lost two hard drives. I lost a hard drive full of music. Uh, probably about 30, 40 songs, man. And i never forget it because I, I like tears came out my eyes because uh, this is probably 2012, right before I met Trax. I was doing a project, and uh, it was sitting on the desk, like, right here, and uh, it was like, I just, boom, and it fell on the ground, and then I heard it, I'm like, oh. Uh, so I tried to plug it in. It, it happened on my man Proof Day too, man. On April third, I never forget it. I'm like, man, what are you telling me, Proof? Are you telling me I should give up music? You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, man, I lost, I lost a whole bunch of songs, man. I, I had songs with all type of people, man. Producers. I still got some of the runoffs, but like the sessions, like I got songs I was over Hit Boy Beats. Oh uh, shit! Man, I I could pull some of the shit up, but I got songs with. Uh, I got I got song over Dr. Dre beat, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I got songs like that, and I, I lost a lot of that when that hard drive crashed, you know what I'm saying? Man, I would be shedding tears. Fuck the lights here, man. I'm crying. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like this, though. It's like, check it out, man. If if you did it once, you should be able to do it again. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's what I was at with it. Wow. And then, like, I can only imagine if you didn't meet trucks, like we would have never got a room thirty nine if you would have put that hard drive of music out. So it's just crazy how yeah. shit works out. Yeah, that's exactly how you go. That's how I've I've left I've lived with it like that mindset wise. Like <laughs> yeah. if I didn't if that hard drive didn't fall off that damn desk, I wouldn't have able to 
been able to go to the next step of my music wise. So yeah, yeah, I like that, man. All right, and then as we get into um, truth be told, like this shit right here, this is like one of the most standout joints right here. I wonder why you left it near the end. Man, you know what? It was, I'm big on the sequencing, man. I was just trying to figure out where it would go, but as I get, if my, I have a certain way of approaching projects where I like to get sincere and more personal near the end of it. You know what I I'm saying? I noticed that. Yeah, so I, I really try to do that. Like, even on Room 39, I had a song called Seize It. On Room 39.1, I had Let Go. On uh, No Cosign, Just Cocaine 2, I had uh, Let the Pain Sing. So, you know, I just try to get a little more personal because earlier in my career, I wasn't doing that. And the second I started doing that, I felt like the fans started gravitating more. Yeah, because they felt like they knew me more as a person. So, uh, truth be told, man, I recorded that and, and Who I Am in the same day. Oh, uh, shit. Okay. Yeah, I recorded both of those in the same day. And uh, that, I, no, I recorded those two in the same day. And then the next day, I recorded Open the Lane for Stu. So I knocked out three Stu Banger joints in two days. And uh, we basically just swapped on uh, on one of them. And then I was like, yo, bro, I, this Who I Am joint, I need it too. Yeah. As soon as I sent it to Stu, he sent it like fire, fire. Like me and Stu, <laughs> been, trying to, me and Stu been trying to work on a project. We just keep, you know, getting, he, going, he got stuff going, I got stuff going. But uh, it's going to happen eventually. You think about how many tracks I done done with Stu. I did Dirt Naps. I did Tyrant Talk. Oh, yeah, Tyrant Talk. Right? You know what I'm saying? I did, uh, Truth Be Told, I did Black Mamba, I did. So we didn't did like seven, six, seven songs already. So uh, Truth Be Told, man, uh, that joint crazy to me because even more insight, I structured it kind of like how I did the same structure with Vanderslice Send Me a Beat. So what I do is uh, I write a 16 or whatever, 16, 12, and I'll repeat a bar from that. So let the truth be told. I'm a soldier to a high power, recruit my soul. That's like a little mini hook. And that that pushes it as the theme, just another way of structuring it. That's like the theme now of the song, truth be told. So I started telling some truths. Not religious, but I follow the minister. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, I'm just conscious of that type of stuff. So uh, shout out to Stu, man. Stu crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, uh, okay. I never knew Stu did that one either because, like, yeah. um... On like well, I guess I should say I didn't because he's credited on it. I just got my notes in front of me. But when you have like you, I noticed that too. Like you credit your producers on your project. Like this features Stu Bayness or like this features Bozak Morris. Oh yeah, hell yeah, man! It's it's the, only, it's the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, man. Uh, it's just like when I go put in my my information for my ASCAP. It's a writer and the composers. I can't. I can't go nowhere without the beat. He can't go nowhere without the <laughs> lyrics. So it's like it's fifty-fifty, man. And uh, you know, that's just that's the only way it's supposed to be. I I don't even understand how people would even think it's not oh. cool. It's to not put the producer name on. Or not even tag him in, like when you promote yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, like you know, and, and you know, I tag him a few times, and then even with features and, and, and producers, I tag him in it in the beginning, but then I, I lay off of it because I don't want to be flooding them all that, you know. The mentions to get up to 30 relikes and shit like that. So I don't want to flood it, but, you know, I'm going to make sure I give them they, you know, they, they, they credit. And then uh, even on the back end, man, I do splits. Anybody who I do songs with, I, I tell them, like, yo, man, give me your information. You get 50% 50, 50 of this song, you know what I'm saying? So anything me and Stu do, 
I get fifty percent, he get fifty percent. So you know, and that's what everybody, even features, I I give you a, a third of the uh, you know the, the percentage of the song. So that's your real one for that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's a fact, man. Now, now, I like how on topic of producers now because your your style is like more of a New York style, like I like to say. I don't know if you ever heard that before. Um, man, <laughs> I've heard, I've heard, I've heard it most of my career here in Detroit. To be honest. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to hear you over at V Dog Beats in 2020. That's that might that might have happened. That might happen. Okay. I can't I can't speak on it, but that might happen. Okay. 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 I like I like the suspense right there. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, that might happen, man. Shout out to V Don, man. He 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 the next he the next guy to me. He the next guy. Yo, cause he, it, he does guy. shit for Edo. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah, they got a classic together. They got a classic together. Um, so as we so so when you made like the last three tracks of this album, like as we come into made my grandmother cry, was this like around like the same time you recorded like um, um, truth be told and who I am? Uh, so boom, man. Uh, let me see. I wanna give me one second. I need to pull that up. Because, oh yeah, <laughs> no worries, no worries. I understand. Uh, I wanna give you an accurate description. On that joint, uh, that's great. You have everything dated too. Not a lot. Not a lot of people oh, do that. Yeah. After me, after losing the hard drive, you go. You'll be dating it too. <laughs> <laughs> I got it dated, and then I got a whole canister of gig sticks with backups. So this is all backups. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I back up regularly. I'm fully um, prepared. Yeah, man. Listen, that that joint that that that'll touch your soul. One second, man. Uh, let me find this joint real quick. I just want to make sure I give it to you. The, oh, yeah, uh, take your time. Take your time. No worries. The, the accuracy of it because... Uh, what's the name of the joint? My grandma. Ma- oh, yeah. yeah. Mr. Authentic. Mr. Authentic. So, boom. Uh, I had a different version of this song. Uh, I had a whole different hook of it. I'll play it for you. Will oh, come shit. Go? So, I was on the fence about it, man. I, I'll give you a little insight of this song. Okay. Uh, so when I recorded the song, shout out to Mr. Authentic, I recorded the song. This is exactly how I recorded it. The way you heard it is the way I recorded it. And on purpose, I didn't double the hook. The hook is a one, it's just one take. Yeah. Every, the whole song was one take. Uh, and I felt like me doing it that way made it more personable. So, uh, but as exploring it, I'm like, me back in my ways of my structure, I'm like, Man, I gotta make it a, I gotta make it a song. So I, I did a whole hook for it, uh, and uh, I want to play that shit for you real quick. Oh yeah, most definitely. It'd be a first on the show. Yeah, it'd be you'd be the only one to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but see, this is why I love when artists do interviews, though, because they give more appreciation when they go back and listen to that song. Yeah, it might be in this photo. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm about to find it. Uh, okay, I understand. I've been going through the same thing, too, and I was trying to figure all this out, going through my folders. Like, I got a date yeah. out Oh, so the name of the song was Traumatized at first. Okay, okay. Here we go. I'm going to go to the hook. Uh, 
I forced them. I ain't gonna say I forced. I, I've been, you know, asked to do features, and I might didn't like the beat as much. But uh, anything on my project, I love the beat. Boom, you know what I'm saying. As soon as I hear the beat, I'm gone. And you know, I'm like me and Bub be having conversation. I'm probably the only person that still write all his raps on paper. On paper, I was gonna ask you that because you said pen and pound earlier. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't do the phone thing, man. I'm a. I feel like I'm an author, man. So I, every time I write I, in my head, I feel like I'm writing with a feather, okay. dipping it in the ink. <laughs> you know what I'm I need to see it, man. I need to see it because sometimes I could look at some of the bars and see something, so I could see the subject matter. Yeah. And I, or I had to stay on point with it. And you can do it like that, obviously on the phone. But I just need to see the. I just. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm wired different, but I need to see it on paper. <laughs> Well, because everyone has their own structure of actually doing music, so everyone, like, that's, like, your style of it. Yeah, yeah, man. I write, man, probably got, probably, fucking, say, four, five hundred books, you know what I'm saying? Probably a stack, like, can probably stack like this. Yeah, and I'd be one, and I'd be, yeah, yeah, and I'd be wanting to throw them away, but it's like, the artist in me, like, I can't throw that away. <laughs> well, you see how you have your plaques, I mean, sort of, like, yeah. your projects, like, yeah, frame yeah. like that? Have you ever thought about doing that for, like, the projects that you ran down, like, like, the No Co-Sign Volume 2 back there? Yeah, uh, what you talking about for is, like, the, uh... For, like, framing the lyrics. Uh, yeah, so I did that last, with, with, with part two, uh, I don't have them lyrics no more, I did, like, uh... I, I did a, I did a vinyl. Okay. And it came in a plaque. I sold it. I have to look it up, but I sold it for like I sold it with a, a sh- the sheet of lyrics for a rap. Okay. And it, and it came. So I sold the vinyl, and it came with a frame of the lyrics for a, a rap from the project. Oh, I think I seen that on your Instagram a while back. Yeah. So I did that, man. Uh, I might do that for uh, part three too. Okay. For the uh, vinyl for part three. Now, uh, how much you uh, sell for that? I was just curious. Was it good, like two hundred fifty dollars? Ah, shit! You know what? I don't remember, man. I look real quick. Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to count your pockets. I'm just, I'm just curious. Oh, no, on the no, 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 it's all good, bro. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember. I think I did it only four hundred, man. It wasn't. It wasn't. Damn. Yeah, I don't be trying to. Yeah, so it came with. Okay, it came with a CD and a vinyl. Yeah, I think I just did it for a hundred bucks, man. Uh, Damn. Yeah, I did a hundred. I did ten of them for a hundred bucks. So you know, I, I'm real big on that, man. I don't be trying to bust people head open. Uh, <laughs> on, on uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like I know people out here making a living, trying to you know if you if you even thinking about spending some money on a physical, I appreciate you in 2020. So yeah, uh, so the vinyl, CD, all autograph, hand number. And a plaque of the lyrics of selling for a hundred a pop. And like for the people listening too, my guy right here is very professional. Like he'll let you know when the shit's shipping out. He'll let you know like what you're getting and how you're getting it. So yeah, yeah, I'm big on that, man. Uh, you know, man, I really appreciate people who spend their money, man, because uh, this is what I do for a living. I ain't had a job in I won't say how long, but it's over. Uh, it's early two thousand. Uh, so I, I've been doing this, man, and uh. I got to a point where I got to follow on the people who want to support my music and buy the physical. So it's like, I got to make sure I, I, I go all out to keep these people buying it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I spend a little extra money on the presentation and the booklets and stuff like that. Or put, like, I would like, even with my, my shipping, 
like the boxes and the things that I use to ship, I spend extra money on the quality to make sure it get there, you know, you know, undamaged. Yeah. Because you, know you know, males, they, they don't give no fucks about your mail. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, yeah, they'll toss your shit like it ain't nothing. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm real big on that type of stuff, bro. Well, like, even, like, um, like your presentation, like, um, like that book that, that the Squat Dead Face did for, yeah. um, their physical for no cosign volunteer, like, bro, that's, like, an actual book, like, yeah. like, a hardcover book like this, like, yeah. that is yeah. crazy. Yeah, man, I just try to think out the box, man, and, uh, you know, I wish I had printed more of them, but, um. <laughs> well, I bet you people will pass when you sell right. out of them. Yeah, because I wanted to make it a boutique type thing, man, and, uh. And when they sold out in the day, I said, damn, I could have made some more money. But, uh, uh, you know, the people who got it, man, uh, that'll be something they could cherish forever. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, it's very rare. I, I'm not going to print them again. I don't plan on it. Uh, and, you know, it's just a good collaboration with me and Squat. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Chuck, Squat, fire artwork. Definitely, definitely. Um, so before I let you go, Ty, um, I got a question for you for these visuals. Like, do you plan on shooting a visual for obviously sorry, for any of the bow dive joints? Already done. I shot a visual where I did uh, I did uh, what the f- I did no receipt, no return on first verse, and then this at the end, and then the, I did a two on one. So they both bozak. So both of the first verse of both of the joints would be one video coming out. Oh, so it monetizes like the YouTube because most people be downloading the shit from YouTube, but when you yeah. get that shit, shit, it would, oh, yeah. I, oh, strategic. I see what you did yeah. there. Yeah, so yeah, that, that should be, I should have that probably this week. So uh, I got that video shot. I got a, a pray video shot. Ooh. Obviously, I got Black Mamba video shot, but we might have to redo that now. Uh, yeah, what you were saying before, yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't put it out like that. And what's crazy is, the two the night before homie passed, me and uh was shot by my man Frost. Uh we was talking about it. I like, yo bro, I don't wanna put the Kobe footage in there like that. Because because uh, I shot it at, I shot I shot the video at a basketball court. Okay. And I'm like, yo, that that's a little too much, you know, basketball and uh I just wanted to make it fit. It it just didn't feel right at the point. Uh the point of that it just didn't feel right. The visual didn't feel like it was connected to the music to me, so we go re-strategize on that one. Cause I'm pretty sure you watched him back and like before you release, it's like like this. I feel like that Black Mamba. I'm pretty sure you scrapped other videos. Oh man, I scrapped a lot of videos. I scrapped. Uh, I scrapped maybe two, three videos in my career, man. Uh, I, I actually had a, a video for. Uh, you didn't know you was in hell. I actually put one of them out. But I had another one shot, but I had somebody else re-edit it. Okay. And I got the footage and had somebody, I just didn't like the way it was edited, man. And then, you know, man, I don't be, sometimes I could get a little over-excessive, I mean, uh, over-analytical, I should say. Okay. Uh, just a perfectionist, man. I, I, yeah. I, know, I know when it look right, and I know when it sound right. And the second I don't, I, I can't even fake like I like something, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it, it's written on my face, like. That ain't it. I don't nah. like it. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I had somebody else. So the video I put out, I had somebody edit that. And I still really wasn't crazy over it, but it was good enough for me to put it out. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I scrap I scrap everything, bro. I scrap songs. I, 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 I've scrapped so many songs. I'll show you about 50 of them I just scrapped. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, 
Well, but like it's like what you said though. You're a perfectionist, and I can tell when yeah. you get your projects. Oh yeah, man. So I go into the projects, man. I, I know I'm gonna record if I'm putting out 14 songs, and this and I went. I didn't want to put out this many songs on this project, to be honest. Yeah, cause this is more than usual. Yeah, yeah, that's more than usual for me. Uh, but to be honest, you some insight on why I did that, man. I felt like I was uh, brushed under, the, uh, swept under the rug with Room 39 too. Felt like the people didn't catch it like I thought they was gonna catch it. Like they didn't catch it like they caught this no cosine. Yeah, yeah. Catch it. So, uh, and you know, and I, I I take the blame on that uh, because what happened from no cosine just cocaine two to room. So no cosine just cocaine two. Then bulls versus pistons. Yeah. Then I come with room thirty nine two, and that just sounded so different from the last two projects yeah. it, it didn't connect with the people who started messing with me from them two projects so you know uh, I was I was ready to scrap that project at one point you know what I'm saying because oh. I just, yeah I, and there's not, none against tracks it was just I knew that I knew the wave at that point the sound that people was rocking with me on so when I put the Say My Name single up I didn't feel like it got the response that, that it should have got it should have got and uh, so you know, it, it just come with the game, man. You know, uh, you live and learn, re-strategize. Uh, I knew they was going to love the, the 38 special feature. I knew they was going to love the Rome Streets joint uh, because that sound is closer to the sound of what would be on No Coast. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I, I, I was very conscious of all this stuff. But without me being mad from Room 39, you got to understand as quick as I return. I Room 39 dropped it in the August. I came back with no cosine, just cocaine. Yeah, straight away. Yeah, so I was I, I was very conscious of the, the, the maybe losing traction and sound and, and the people's eyes. Like, oh, he, I don't even think people think I fell off. It was just not for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the bars was there. I had bars, but it, it just wasn't for people, you know, but, it's, it's the sound. But, like, see, this is how, like, because I, I always knew of you, like, from, like, the Purple Game, but what it wouldn't be really made me like a Ty Ferris solo fan was yeah. that Room 39. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Room 39 was definitely, uh, what's crazy is when I just said I was getting the car, the, the guy who gave me the name for the project, my man Rick. Okay. He, he was calling it. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, it was just, I remember recording that, man. I, I just knew it was going to hit. And I didn't know what direction I was going to go. I just knew that me and Trax needed to put a project together. And, uh, you know. Like uh, that whole concept, like with the North Korea Route 39, like yeah. you put me on a rabbit hole through that after that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what. I was in the rabbit hole. That's what, <laughs> what, what Royce is saying, a, a rabbit hole. I was in the rabbit hole for that joint, man. And, uh, you know, I really did a lot of research and detailed thought into it and draw the parallel to my life to North Korea. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it, it turned out to be crazy, man. It turned out to be real good, man. Man, <laughs> that's what made me a fan right there. So I'm glad, like, you released part two. Now, I, I, I can wait for part three because that season joint you got, I just so I love when you collaborate with, like, people outside of your lane. Like, the novelist joint on seasons, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, man, novelist the homie, man. You know, and, 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 it, and it goes back, man, for the most part of my career, man. Anytime I put a project out, I try to reach back and get somebody on the come up from Detroit, man. I see my man Proof do it. So if you go listen to Room 39.1, I got my man Scholar singing on the hook. Yes, sir. Uh, Ghetto Survivor, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 
even from a, a producer standpoint, uh, on No Cosign Just Cocaine 2, I was like, let me get a foul mouth beat. You know okay. what I'm saying? Make sure foul mouth is on here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm very conscious of doing that. So Novelist was just another guy that I was like, yo, he dope. I want to put him on the project. And it's so crazy. I don't know what made me think that he was going to be dope on it, but it was something about the flutes in there. Okay, yeah. okay. Something about the flutes in there, and he always doing that, you know, like the samurai ninja stuff. I was just going to say that anime style rap. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that's the mindset it put me in when I thought of him. And, uh, you know, it turned out dope, man. Uh, that's, the, that's the young homie, man. I like him. I went to a show. I tell you, this is why I started. I went to one of his shows, and I seen how much energy he had performing. And, and, and he could rap, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I seen him from afar, and then I seen him and really met him meet him in person at me, him, and uh, Royce at Royce Studio. So, yeah. Yeah, because who that, because that, even like with the title, even like with the concept of like if it's North Korea, the Room 39, yeah. and all that, it just fit all perfectly. Yeah, 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 man. It's crazy. That joint, it's, it's, like I say, man, it turned out to be dope, man. I, I, like you said, that's my reasonable doubt. I can live with that. Yeah. Now, if you're a Ty Ferris fan because of his recent work, go check out these Room 39 series we're talking about. This shit will yeah. blow your motherfucking mind. Yeah, man. Please check him out, man. Support support the homie, man. Support your man. Yeah, because yo, cause I'm telling you, it's like your first hit of dope. I've never done like hard dope, but if I did, I'd be like, oh, I need some more of that. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, and we gonna get a lot more out for the year too, man. <laughs> Start the year off strong. Listen, like I said, I had, I had uh, no cosine, just cocaine three. I had that done in October. You know what I'm saying? That whole project been done since October. So you already uh, strategized in the next move. I was just, uh, I was just timing it, man. There was so many releases coming, so I was like, man, you know what? Let me just wait. And I was like, damn, I want to be on one of the uh, these lists album of the year list and shit. You know, it didn't, you know, I I waited to the end of the year. Yeah, but you never know. You might have these joints, like, because a lot of people, they're later since, too. So, in 2020, if I don't see, like, no none of these no cosigns on this list, especially three, then y'all motherfuckers be late. But it's gonna be. It's gotta be. Uh, Listen, man, you know, right now, man, I, I definitely think I gotta I definitely think I got one of the albums of the year, you know what I'm saying, humbly speaking. Uh, and, and when I think of that, man, I just think about from a whole standpoint, man, songs, concepts, structure. And that's how I, ga- I, that's how I gauge my albums, like, you know what I'm saying? It, does it feel like an album or does it feel like a fucking mixtape, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it feels like an album. Yeah, it feels like an album. So, you know, even the way you put it together with sound clips, so. Yeah, man, I, I hope to see my name on, on some of these goddamn lists. Well, um... <laughs> you know? I like how you said that too. Like, don't take no offense to this too, but when I yep. listen to your writer music, that's like a mixtape vibe. What I get from it, then I get the room thirty nine. Yeah. So, so writer music is like my first official release where I when you were just holding, we figuring it all out. Yeah, I was figuring everything out, man. And uh, you know, I, I did hooks on that joint too, but the energy of it was different. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I was really I was making songs, but. I, I wasn't structuring it, so I, I could, it was easy for me to brush across it, saying "rider music" as a big brush, like it's not really a concept. Yeah, it's just it's just a sound. Like this is these songs sound like music you could ride to. So uh, 
Yeah, so it was it wasn't approached as an album. It was approached as I'm doing songs that feel a certain way instead of an album. If that make any sense, like yeah, you hear like like I say, like this feels like an album now. Room Thirty Nine feels like an album. You know what I'm saying? It does. It truly does. And I'm just glad I got to see the growth from everything, man. Because I I can actually say y'all been early on this dude. Y'all late. Yeah, man. Appreciate it, man. Damn right for sure. Hey, boy, for that being said, though, um, I didn't want to ask you, like, the most obvious questions when I first started out, because, man, I was just, like, curious about you, but now that I actually have, like, a more structured show, I can give you the yeah. platform for you to break down your album. Yeah, yeah, it's dope, man. I, I You know, I was going to do this, I was going to do this, actually, you know what I'm saying, video, because I really like to give people insight, man, uh, and on my mindset with music, and it's a, it's a release for me, too, man, because... I sit in this room and do all this stuff by myself. You know what I'm saying? I mix, record myself. You know what I'm saying? You can look around. That's my okay, okay. And uh, my, my setup right here. So I like I how do, you got the clip right by the mic up yeah, there too. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so I, I do everything by myself, man. I mix, record, edit. So you know, uh, I don't I don't talk about my music a lot to people. So I, I want to. I just want to do it in the proper outlet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's different when you're talking to people at a bar as opposed to yeah. doing it in an interview. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then, you know, for the people who fans of the music, man, to give them more insight on, you know, I really want to make sure I come across as very genuine and, yeah. and, and want to make sure that people can tell that I really put a lot of time and energy and care into the music. I don't just do music to make money. I really love this. Yeah. I, I'm really, I'm really about the craft, man. And, uh, that's why I really want to get across to the people. Man, your work speaks for itself, man. Like, you don't even have to explain it. Appreciate it, man. Hey, right, anytime, my guy. Now, is there anything that uh, you'd like to plug in before I let you go, Ty Ferris? Uh, yeah, man. Just stay on the lookout, man. I got a lot of stuff coming this year, man. I got an EP on the way. Uh, it's, it's coming. I can't even reveal no details on it. Oh, yeah, uh, please don't. I was going to surprise, yeah, please. Yeah, it's, it's it was, yeah, I guess I'm kind of staying away from surprise, but it's coming. It's going to drop out of nowhere. Uh, I got a few visuals coming from Room 30. I mean, not Room 39. No <laughs> Cosign, just Cocaine uh, 3. Uh, I'm just working, man. I'm about to put a little EP together next. Uh, We're going to just tentatively call it Tyrant Talk. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be tiring talk. I'm gonna probably put like seven songs together, get that back out here, man. And uh, I got a lot of stuff, man. Bozak, me and Bozak, man. We we definitely locking in this year, and uh, just trying to keep busy, man. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to keep busy. Man, you definitely got a good 2020 coming up for you. We might even get like a Ty and Kai feature. You just never know. Uh, man. Yeah. You just never know. A uh, Kai feature, man. I I don't. You know what? I I would like it. You know what I'm saying? But I don't. The brother's so cool, man, and and without speaking too much, he, I talked to him. Good brother, man. You know, uh, I'm just a fan. Like he made me better. You know what I'm saying? Listen to his music. He made me better. So that's what it's about, man. Orpheus and the Sirens. Y'all need to go check that project out. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was the best. That was the best project. Uh, when, when did that come out? 2018. Uh, yeah, somewhere. I think 2017 or 2018, but I think it was 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best project out that year. It's not even close to me. That's probably the best project out since it came out to me. Woo, okay, okay. I'll make a good debate of some of your discography in there, too, but we'll talk about that after. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, so with that being said, that's another classic interview from one of my very first guests for season two, and glad to see his growth from now. The one and only...
Ty Ferris. Appreciate you, low man. Much respect, much love, bro. Anytime, my G. Um, I 